Welcome. This is your girl and host, Kenya Bryant. I'm so excited about the Brave and Vision podcast. This is our place, ladies, where we'll be uniting through storytelling and the power of sisterhood. We're sharing the bold and brave valley and mountaintop stories along with our fellow visionaries. So join me every month for fun and real conversations on tackling fear and yes, life's cray cray to walking out our beautiful vision journeys. Well, hello, vision enthusiasts. Today marks episode number six, and I love being the host to this podcast. I get to sit with these incredible women as they share their brave stories. These women are truly walking out the quote of, share your mountaintop story that you have climbed because it could truly become the page in someone's survival guide. Well, today, I got to sit down with Sarah Baya, and Sarah is the founder and head designer for the social impact brand, Kacheco Goods. Now, some of you might remember Sarah, as we did a fun collaboration for Vision Friday Live last year in her beautiful studio and down in DC. Well, let me tell you, Sarah dropped a mic at that event with truth nuggets and some beautiful gems. Well, that girl did it again, and she schooled me on how she redefined the word authentic. Sarah shared her mountaintop story, some difficult valley moments that she's had, and how she has been able to truly take the mission and the vision of Kacheco Goods and is touching the lives of people around the world. This episode was so much fun. It was raw. We had some real girl talk, but woo, were there some golden takeaways. I can't wait for you to listen. Well, all right, y'all. I am in the room with Sarah. I cannot believe that um, I got my girl with me once again. We have done some things before in the past. Uh, you all may remember Sarah with uh, Kacheco Goods uh, with our Vision Friday Live, and we got to be down in her studio. So it is so dope that I have her right here and we're ready to do a podcast. How are you, Sarah? I'm doing so good. I'm happy to be here. It's great to be with you. Oh, thank you. Well, I know I've already shared a little bit about you in my intro, but I would just love, I think something amazing happens when the person can share something about themselves. So let's talk a little bit about you and kick off that way. Share a little bit about you. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Sarah Bayat. I'm the founder and designer for Kacheco Goods. It's a socially conscious jewelry uh, impact brand based here in D.C. And, uh, you know, we're traveling around. We're going across yeah, the country are, doing, a lot, <laughs> doing a lot of uh, pop-ups and fairs, also uh, looking to expand our store reach. So that is big on the uh, on the docket for this year, uh, also expanding the team. Yeah. Uh, so that is mainly uh, what I'm about, what my where I spend my hours. And then when I'm not doing that, I also teach bar. Uh, you do a girl. Ballet bar on the <laughs> side it's a mix really it's like ballet bar pilates yoga okay it's it's I always fun think about it's... that pole thing and like you're supposed yeah. to kick your leg up there oh, i just yeah. don't even know if i'm oh yeah oh yeah, I, yeah. I can? Okay. We, we have we have accessories that help <laughs> okay. you get, get up there i'll be the embarrassing one <laughs> oh it's it's so good i'm so glad that i i have that that's a very different kind of movement like exactly. movement's really important to me yeah. so i love having some that's sort good of movement you have that outlet yeah, in my in my rhythm. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm married, so I spend a lot of time with my husband. We yes, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, we love to eat, so we often go out to eat. Uh, we really need to cook more. <laughs> we just moved, so uh, yeah, we have to save those pennies right now. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but yeah, we just like to explore, travel yeah, a lot. Uh, we're in an interesting season. We're both in like our mid thirties right okay, now, and okay. talking about what family looks like. Okay. But for now, you okay. know, we're enjoying. Yeah. We're doing our thing, and enjoying our cool. freedom. Yeah, enjoying. Yeah. <laughs> me with the three teens. Trust me. Like before mm-hmm. I got here, I'm like, okay, get out of the car, drop them off, and don't forget this, and I'll pick you up at this time. I mean, so yeah, trust me, enjoy that freedom. Yeah. And when we, when you're trying on the phone, and I hear the all the activities that you're navigating, all the logistics, yes. like. I'm I'm like this, like and my hand. You can't see me, listeners, but my hands are like I bow down. <laughs> the coordination needed. Oh yeah. my gosh, there are times I'm just like, ah. But no, enjoy your freedom. Okay, so you tell us a little bit about like the the main stuff, but what's kind of that cool kind of stuff you'd like to share? Any new adventures? I know you shared a little bit with me about a really dope kind of program you're involved with in yeah. uh, California. So why don't yeah. you share a little bit about that? Yeah, I'm excited to be talking with you like at this point on the other side of this leadership program. Uh, yeah, I was sharing with you, Kenya, that I participated in a leadership course. So it's a mix of professional and personal development. It's a mix of emotional intelligence training, yes. of leadership development, and of transformation work, yeah. all combined into this one beautiful four-month-long process mm-hmm. that is like some of the most rigorous inner work <laughs> that I've done uh, in my life. and. I think like, you know, you have school and college and mm-hmm. you graduate out of that and then you're like, you know, unleashed into the world and you right. do your thing. And, you know, I'm it's I'm now 33 and mm-hmm. I thought it'd be good to get some sort of get back in the room, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, a classroom good. kind of setting, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, but it's not just like learning, like lecture learning. Mm-hmm. It's like total experience experiential mm-hmm. so I ended up uh, going to California a number of times since the year the start of the year uh, for these training sessions and there's a lot of work in between and a lot of intense like teamwork with my small group with a big group and I set myself a stretch project everyone does that um, yeah. in this leadership course mm-hmm. and uh, it's really exciting because I was able to complete it by graduation so I graduated uh, fully complete clear mm-hmm. So, would you say that this leadership program stretched you in terms of like just your next personal kind of launch along with the business? I think, I think yes, uh, totally. I think it was um, a boost of training, of leadership, of mentoring, coaching that. I know I personally desired and needed, mm-hmm. but just didn't know, like, you know, you, you kind of know that you want that, that but, like, right, where do you right. go? Where like, do you go? Like, it's, <laughs> it can be such, like, a hard thing to be like, okay, will you mentor me? Yeah. So this is kind of, like, an intense deep dive into, okay. like, four trainers, lots of coaches, lots of okay. coaching by your team, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but I also think it was, like, a reset and a refining and a pruning Ooh, of like habits yeah. and things that yeah. I had developed right. over the years that were no longer serving me mm. or serving others in my life. And mm. I was able to kind of like look at myself in the mirror, yes. like truthfully, honestly, okay. and not judge myself or not beat no, myself no, up too much. Course. But it's like, and, and to be able to get to that point too, where you're able to look at yourself and be like, no, that no longer serves. Goodbye. Mm. <laughs> or I'm going to let mm. that go and let that go out of my body and uh, know that I can create new habits, new Ooh, new that's possibilities that's, that's yeah that's good i mean that's big so when we dive then into really like our session here um our theme was trusting our vision and allowing each chapter of our story to be lived out in its most authentic form and so 
I think this was incredible. Look at how that lined up. Like you finished this leadership program and here we are doing this mm-hmm. podcast talking about that very thing where you're saying you had to face the yourself and then let go of them in your body. And I just love how you use the analogy prune, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I think a part of that is we, we add things to our story. We have to release things from our story in yeah. order for us to continue to be brave. And so there's this quote, and I remember when you read it, I love your response. And it was like, tell the story of your mountain you climbed. Your words could become the page in someone's survival guide. Mm-hmm. And when you read it, you was like, ooh, Kenya. Yeah, that was, oh man, that's powerful. <laughs> and so when I, that quote really, when I read that quote, really defined the heart and the mission behind this podcast mm-hmm. of how can we really tell our stories and those stories of really climbing the mountain, which means we probably have come through some valleys to get to the mountaintop so that we can uh, allow others mm-hmm. to be like, hey, if she did it and she could share hers, I could do it too. Mm-hmm. And I could live out mine. And oh, by the way, I can share it because we never have to hoard our stories, but to mm-hmm. definitely steward them and mm-hmm. share them. So when so whose brave story inspired you to go live yours oh that's <laughs> yeah i mean it's hard it's really hard to choose one okay. um i can see that yeah yeah so prior to prior to me beginning kacheco and i think kacheco the like quitting my full-time job yeah Come going on, brave for, girl. Go, <laughs> going for it um yeah going for it especially in um, I graduated into the, the Great Recession. Mm-hmm. You know, I graduated from grad school into the Great Recession. So it was, there's a lot of challenges even getting into, like getting footing in my career. Yes. And then, you know, four years later, deciding, you know what, I'm going to start my own business. Mm-hmm. Like, that sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Especially um, with the kinds of ambitions mm-hmm. and background that I had um, mm-hmm. my parents they immigrated from the mm-hmm. Philippines in the yeah. 80s and mm-hmm. so there was a lot of I think positive pressure yeah. because they risked they sacrificed so much to start over um, again here for better opportunities for their children which yes. I think is like the classic immigrant cool. story yes. you know but they really yes. like drilled that in and I wanted to do them proud you know mm-hmm. I wanted to make them proud and I also wanted to be able to provide more for myself so yeah. starting the business that like was I think the crux of my brave story yeah. um, but the kinds of stories that inspired me to eventually go do this um, I worked for a pretty like entrepreneurial um, church like yeah. uh, called National Community Church it's based here in DC they have yeah. lots of locations in DC and in Virginia and the leadership there there's just tons of brave stories, testimonials happening all the time, people Mm -hmm. taking risks um, for these great visions that they have, um, doing it in community, doing Mm -hmm. things that sometimes don't make sense. (laughs) The foolish things too, to other folks. (laughs) And I remember like one specific story that uh, gave me, I think, extra courage was I was, I was involved in service work Mm -hmm. and missions work in Congo at this point. Yeah. And there was one, um, there was one event that we had at, uh, hosted down in an Eastern market and I got to speak about Congo and what we were doing. And this was at the time, like 2013 or 2012, 2013, when we were raising funds for a primary school Mm -hmm. called Mango Tree School. Mm -hmm. And the Mango Tree School plays into the story because this is currently the partnership that Kacheco and I uh, has with uh, Mango Tree School and we help fund scholarships to the students there. Uh, there was one girl in the audience 
who she listened to the story and after the whole event she came up to me and um, a couple of the leaders yeah. there and wanted to learn more about Congo and what she could do to help mm -hmm. contribute to these fundraising efforts. And so mind you, she's a senior in undergrad okay. and she sends an email the next week and she is like, I felt really like called and compelled by uh, your story about Congo and I would like to donate my uh, savings, my like her like life savings account Whoa. up to this point. So she donated $13,000 to <laughs> Congo, to this wow. school project that we were fundraising for and we needed to raise 50000 Mm. Um, she's an undergrad <laughs> and, yes, like, and granted like you know she, there's a little bit of a safety net for her that we, were, mm. we found out but still it was such a risk she's about to graduate into the world like she her her trajectory totally changed because of her faith story yes. she decided to go for, towards like service a service career Come like, on. and she donated that amount of money and it was just like amazing like what happens in that present moment yes. you know like we're some like we're conduits mm -hmm. of to, to people at different times. Like, yes. we're living our own story and living our own life, for sure. But, like, that whole quote about, you know, the story of mountain you climbed, your words yeah. can become someone else's inspiration or survival yeah. guide. Like, that was... I thought that was so brave of her to, yeah. to do that. What a brave step. And like you said, it just created her faith story and then began to create her journey of... Definitely is okay. a marker in our, my faith story. Oh, yeah, I and other, 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 other faith stories, too. Oh, definitely. How incredible. I could see how that would inspire you mm -hmm. and how that brave story would make you say, wow, if she yeah. could go do that, yeah. what what am I holding back on? Right. Now, it might not be $13,000 yeah, in your savings yeah. account, but it definitely is like, what is it that I've been called to do that I just really need to take the leap and just mm -hmm. believe that I'm stepping into it? Oh, thank you for sharing that. That mm -hmm. made me feel all good. <laughs> well, I was, you know, I asked you, like, share with me, you know, your brave moment in your life. And you shared kind of like a snapshot mm -hmm. of uh, a risk that you took. Mm -hmm. Kind of like it looks like you took a leap as well in being brave, even in the midst of a very difficult loss. Mm -hmm. Could you share more on that? And what pushed you to continue when many others would have stopped? Yeah, so I shared... I, after, you know, experiencing this brave story and many others, mm -hmm. I decided to uh, resign from my full-time job uh, in 2013. Mm -hmm. And beginning of 2014, new year, fresh year, <laughs> I started uh, Kacheco yeah. uh, officially. Yes. So got the business license, uh, made a plan to develop a product line of jewelry. Mm -hmm. um, I was also sewing scarves at the time. So yes. I, yeah, I was just like throwing a lot of things at the wall, <laughs> seeing what would stick. Uh, but jewelry really uh, came alive for me. It kind of uh, was the way that I was channeling this creative spirit that I felt like I, yes. I had and wanted to come out. And I've had for years, but mm -hmm. I didn't know how to like apply that to mm -hmm. a career. Mm -hmm. um, and this was like kind of, I could see it, like the potential like unfolding of all of these different sides of me yes. now coming together to be part of like this experience and this business that I felt really uh, drawn to. Like yeah. I wanted to at least see it through. Right, exactly. Long. Um, so I know I needed training and I wanted to take some jewelry classes, some metalsmithing mm -hmm. classes. So I had signed up for those and the first day of my metalsmithing classes is May 14th, 2014. Yeah. Um, I take my class and I don't know, it's kind of just like an ominous day, like weather wise. Right. And I leave class and I look at my phone and I have like a bajillion like missed calls from my mother. And my mom doesn't really call. Oh, <laughs> <very> <laughs> so I'm like, oh, something's up. Um, and that day I learned that my dad passed 
And it was, yeah. I was like, the timing of that was so like confusing to me. Yes, yes. Because you're taking this step. I, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I had, pr- you know, pray. It's certainly there's a lot of prayer and support yeah. and like, um, it doesn't seem like that much of a risk, but to me it was to like sign up for these classes, to like open myself up to a totally different field yes. and take one big brave step to like become, you know, skilled in yes. jewelry design and um, it was like day one, you know, yes, first day of yes, school. Yes, 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 there you go, there you go. <laughs> and then that same day, um, yeah. my dad, my dad had been sick for a while, so okay. I knew that it wouldn't be um, long. But like the timing of it, it was just mm. so like casual. Yeah, he just passed away like in his sleep in the afternoon. Oh, and, wow. Okay. And we had been, uh, you know, like my dad and I haven't had the be- like the easiest relationship. Okay. He he's had a lot of difficult relationships in his life okay. from like past trauma. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, just really wanted to have, uh, you know, in your in your mind, you imagine mm-hmm. like kind of end the conversation, what that would look like. Yes. And yes. we just didn't get to have that. I didn't mm-hmm. get to say goodbye. And there's just so many things swirling around and things from our past that like came up for me uh, during this moment. So it it was just like starting my business and dealing with this like big big loss yes. in our family and my dad was such like this gravitational pull for my brother and my mother like okay. a lot of people and I because of his like health issues lots of other issues mm-hmm. um in my yeah in my childhood so it definitely felt like I was I was ho- trying to hold two really big one much heavier yes thing and I just didn't feel whole like mm. going into like the first um, year of yes. Kacheco mm-hmm. and yet like muscling through, powering through. And like, you know, we don't really talk about how to deal with grief at the same time when you're doing something totally new of building a business and there's so many uncertainties and risks yes. and everything is new Come on, all the time. Come on, I'm serious. And yeah. you're waking up, like <laughs> creating the day yes. and you know that you have certain like milestones to hit and mm. you still have to pay your bills. bills. <laughs> well, let's and you know, there's, it's like, there's only a certain time where you have this like special like pass, right. <laughs> you know, cause you're figuring it out. So, um, the grief like manifested throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Um, 2017 was like a particularly like mm. tough year, but I think yeah. that was my body, my spirit, my like emotions, my heart, like just being like, you have to address this exactly because I had such like this like exciting opportunity with the business going mm-hmm. forward that I like it was easy to put all of my energy and all of my attention on creating beauty exactly. and like building out new mm-hmm. opportunities and doing craft fairs and creating product and mm-hmm. so I put a lot of like my heart and energy into that so um, all that to say how this is like my brave story is that yes. I realized the significance of starting something totally new. And still staying faithful to that vision yes, yes. that I do, you know, I do still to this day in my core, mm-hmm. like 100% believe that like God. He, he orchestrated God, all of yeah. it. And, and it's, it's interesting that the difficult loss came, like you said. It is interesting to kind of try to say, well, why would it come right at the day one yeah. of such a huge step? And sometimes we don't understand. We just have to trust God's leadership. But to know that it was a part of the story that even pushed you still to keep going mm-hmm. because you very well could have been like, okay, no, I, maybe I just need to pause and stop mm-hmm. for a minute. Like this is a lot. Yeah. This is a lot. And I can't carry both of them. I mean, it takes a lot of strength and I, I admire you for going back and healing because I think mm-hmm. oftentimes we don't do that. Mm-hmm. We just keep going. And especially I'm going to just speak to women that I don't know if we're just built with an ability or capacity mm-hmm. to sometimes handle that 
in that time. But I think also the body will let you know. It will flag you real quick. I've had that like with past trauma. I was able to keep going. But then eventually the body's going to say, and now I need you to manage that. And I need you to handle that. Because what you're getting ready to walk into next, you can't carry that. You had capacity for a period of time because you needed to keep going. Congratulations. <laughs> but now... Yeah. It's time to heal because you still got to keep going and there's more for you to accomplish and I need you to have a greater capacity yeah. for the joy and the things that are going to come. This is holding space that it no longer needs to be and I think it's, a, it's also alignment too because mm-hmm. I, I love that you brought that up because girl, I, I will tell you, <laughs> 2019, like it is about the body for me. Come on. I am in love. I like falling in love with your body. Oh, speak to that, Sarah. Yeah. Falling, no matter where you're at, no mm-hmm. matter where you're at with your like fitness goals, mm-hmm. like your health goals, like mm-hmm. maybe you have a little bit of cellulite here, mm-hmm. or, like a new lines. <laughs> yeah. Like I just took headshots yesterday and I like, do you like them? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I actually will say like I love the first few that I saw yes. and then there are a couple that I was like oh wow over the past five because it was five years ago that I had right, headshots I'm right. like oh look at those look at those smile yeah, there's lines a, there's some look at those happening. like curves feed happening <laughs> but like the the time that it took for me to go from like criticizing to loving it come on is shorter shorter I because love that. Because I have to love that person because yes. like she has journeyed, she is a warrior, you Come know. On. And I am that, and I love that you brought up body because um, I think our body is very ancient. Mm-hmm. It's like our, it's our container it for is. our spirit, for our soul. <laughs> so like, why would we not love this body mm-hmm. that we've been given, right? Mm-hmm. There's a reason why we all are created the way that mm-hmm. we are, That's like so to true. show like this, the beauty, the the immense like possibilities that yes. like Come skin on. color, like height, size, whatever, eye color, yes. all of it, and it's a container for our our spirit and our soul and it contains it can absorb a lot yes it can mm. hold space for a lot. lot so yeah like the years that it took the t- the length of time that it held all this space and mm-hmm. then and then it became known mm-hmm. and then it was like look look <laughs> i am going to shut you down mm-hmm. if you don't address the misalignments that are happening That's here good. Mm-hmm. so i was not aligned in mm-hmm. my spirit i was pushing forward in the business but neglecting like friendships exactly neglecting or or like putting too much guilt on things that Mm. i like missed or couldn't do like why Mm. was i putting all this like look we load ourselves up yeah you know and i think my body was just like let go like allow me to be free i can't move forward if like you Mm. keep like loading up on my back all of this all of these things so i just needed to take this time to, to do that and in the process like Feeling joy in my body, feeling yes, pleasure yes. in my body, on, feeling like movement. <laughs> yes. Um, That's good. Yeah, I think those things I don't take for granted right now. And I think so many of us, um, we wonder why we're so tired. Mm-hmm. We wonder why we can't lose the weight yeah. or we don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, where's, why is my back hurting or my neck hurting? And we haven't done anything yet, but we're carrying so much yeah. that we don't realize that you said the body is like, I'm tired. And I'm, you know, it's like it's weighing down on it. Yeah. And then I just love when you said the joy yeah. the, to feel yeah. pleasure in your yeah. body. And I think that in order for us to be authentic selves, we have to be able to be whole. Mm-hmm. Like all of that has mm-hmm. to be. Like I love when you said alignment. Mm-hmm. And I think that really talks to being your authentic, true self. So I have to ask you, how would you define um, authentic? That is such a, I think that's such a good question. (laughs) It's also, I don't know if you, like, authentic is used a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Like, authenticity is yes. used a lot in our culture. And I think it sometimes, is. like, we're at this, like, point right now where I think we potentially could numb out to that word. I think you're so right. Because, like, everyone's saying authenticity. Mm-hmm. Like, corporations and marketing are mm-hmm. just yes. talking about authenticity all the time. But, um, so, like, I think it almost we need new words or new, need new expressions oh, of that. Um, What's your new word, then? So, okay, so here we go. <laughs> my, <laughs> my definition right now for authentic is present. Mm, speak to that like simple it's simple right like mm. we uh, how many times do we live in the past or live in the future like mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. I found myself yo-yoing between those two mm-hmm, like please. I'm I'm a very like future oriented person mm-hmm. according to my uh strengths finder yeah I'm a very futuristic person uh so I and I think that's really positive there's a lot there that like you know you kind of like pull your present self forward mm-hmm. and in that because you have such a strong vision um but in my body and like you know obviously like with you know my dad passing that was a big like that was a big loss Mm -hmm. like I I was operating out of like a past lens out of past out of the past Mm -hmm. and like so what is it to look like what is it to live fully here in the present like where your body like heart mind all of it is here like I'm here with you here now yes I'm not thinking about like what's coming at like Mm -hmm. later this afternoon I'm not thinking about what came before like I'm looking at you in the eyes, like I'm here now, like yes. fully here. And uh, if we're able to do that and like we're able to listen mm-hmm. to like what our body's saying, what the other person in front of us is saying, and even yes. what they're not saying, you know, yes. so much of communication is nonverbal. Mm-hmm. That's so true. So if we just give ourselves a pause, and it's not, about, I think it's not about silence, you know, mm-hmm. about, I think it's just about being here here right now fully here right now and authentic and responding responding mm-hmm. out of that not reacting that's good yeah because there's a difference there's yeah. a big difference. difference to reacting out of it and responding mm-hmm. because i think responding gives you moments to like you just say exhale take a moment and then respond from right here mm-hmm. the reaction i think we pull everything mm-hmm. in reactions mm-hmm. we pull what our past inner uh, interactions past experiences what we think you were going to say <laughs> yeah no it's, i'm serious it, it makes it so hard well yeah i think we make it so much harder when we react even though it's like an impulse and it's easier right. but that's like a past frame of mind because that's all of our ego mm, come on i think our you know so our ego this is something that i've like come to learn through this series, yes. our ego like only knows what came before mm. so it only has like that past like data yes you know and mm-hmm. our our like authentic grounded self mm-hmm. can live in the possibility of the future and we can create mm-hmm. new patterns new ways new ideas new that's good. new like really even like new dynamics in our yes. relationship with ourselves and with others mm-hmm. you know with god even yes like, i love it so, so good when we're present like we can respond out of that possibility mm-hmm. and not just react out of like, oh, well, this is how I normally act when someone cuts me off on the road. Right. <laughs> or this is how I normally act when <laughs> that coworker, you know, like says the thing that I just said 10 minutes right, ago. <laughs> right, right, right. And then takes the credit. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I even like the, um, with you defining it and giving it a new word, which I think is really mm-hmm. good. And that's brave to say, you know, I'm going to tear apart that word, you know, or unbundle it for myself, yeah. maybe. It has to have and, meaning. Yeah, and yeah. this is what it means to me. So I asked you, what was your go-to quote? Oh. And I think, girl, like, you send me this whole entire, like, <laughs> poem. And I'm, like, reading it, like, okay, then. Um, I just love it. Uh, for a new beginning, um, mm-hmm. 
and who is this John um John O'Donoghue Don- yeah mm-hmm. and so I'm just gonna read like just the beginning that had me like caught up you know you said in out of the way places of the heart where your thoughts never think to wander this beginning has been quietly quietly forming waiting until you were ready to emerge mm-hmm. for a long time it has watched your desire feeling the emptiness growing inside you noticing how you willed yourself on still unable to leave what you have outgrown come on oh my god right <laughs> and like y'all listeners there's like four more paragraphs so yeah, like yeah. what an incredible poem and then now when you just unbundle the word authentic mm-hmm. that makes sense to why that might be your go-to and although it's it's more lengthier than maybe a go-to quilt, mm-hmm. quote that we sometimes will just like, oh, okay, that's that's my quote. I think it's powerful because you can take sections of that and like just really dive in and digest a little bit at a time and take pieces of it yeah. and that hold to your heart for that day or that week or that mm-hmm. month. So just share with us like why that particular <laughs> poem and why is that your go-to? Uh, so this go, this is my go-to, this is a more recent go-to quote. Okay. Yes, no. <laughs> um, and the poem is, okay, so I think the poem was inspired by a relationship and okay. the relationship is with my husband. Mm-hmm. He, on the day that I changed my hair. <laughs> yes, uh, so. <laughs> listen, she is rocking blonde, darling. Is it like a platinum blonde too, or is I, it that, silver? That was the goal. That was the goal. Like I platinum, love it, platinum silver. It was a combination. It's a platinum silver. It's yeah. cool. It's, and it just gives you kind of. You're already hip and got like one of these really cool looks, but it just took it to the next level. I was Girl, like, okay, I'm so gra- I'm so grateful my hair didn't fall off. <laughs> <laughs> it was here for the journey. It was like, all right, we'll go blonde. Hold on. <laughs> So it's here. Um, but yeah, the first on the day that I made this switch, right. I, I've been talking about it for two years mm-hmm. and I was like, let's just do it. Right. <laughs> and I have short hair. So if it doesn't work out, it'll grow out. I'll cut it off. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, it felt good to like to finally, you know, move forward with that and do it. And like when I uh, <laughs> when I came home, my husband gave me a card and in the card, he wrote out this poem. And he was like, oh. this poem, I see you, like, mm. when he when he read this poem. And so that was, like, a beautiful gift. Yes. And I say that it became out of a relationship because I think how beautiful, how, like, special it is to be seen and to be yes. known by... It doesn't have to be a spouse. No, but it can just be a to friend. be seen and to be a known. family member. Yeah, yeah. just to, for someone to see you. That is so And good. reflect that. So... What's your husband's name again? James. Okay, James, we're shouting you out, boo. Yeah. Okay, come on, you get points for he's, that He's one. showing up. He's been show- yeah, he's, he's getting major points. Yes. Um, so I read this poem and I reread it and I reread it. And it was not only about the blonde hair, like, for the beginning. You yeah. know, th- this is only, like, a, a representation of, like, the shift that's happened inside mm. me. Like, yes. from a lot of things. Not only, but, like, this leadership course, for sure. Yes, yes. And... I think poetry has a way of like bypassing our mind, mm-hmm. our brain, mm-hmm. and going like into all the Deep. other parts. Yes. I was like, it allows it. <laughs> it just goes, and yeah, you can take a stanza, you can take mm-hmm. a line, um, yes. you can come back to it, and it'll have mm-hmm. new meaning every time. Um, and I think poetry is like kind of like that, like all like all of our, all of ourselves. Like yes. it has that. So I liked this quote because it wasn't just something about my mind, but um, the one line that comes down a little bit later is Mm -hmm. for me that resonates is like then the delight when your courage kindled Mm -hmm. and out you stepped onto new ground 
And so that's very much like me, like delight. I, I like, I like to look at the world with curiosity and mm-hmm. wonder. And I had not been feeling that at all. Mm-hmm. Like the delight and the joy yeah. was so, it was, it took so much willpower to like get it out. And that's what people expected mm-hmm. of me because that's how they know me to be. Yeah. And but you're I just, creative. I'm creative. So they yeah. think they automatically assume you're in touch with that yeah. because you create all these beautiful things. So there's nothing. Not Sarah has no problem with expressing herself. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> no, but I'm thinking people think that because yeah. when you're creative, they think, well, you have all these different outlets to be able to mm-hmm. express yourself. But I think it's so good that you're like, no, I was struggling. Through. And it's your job. Yeah. Right? I chose that this is my job. So, like, you have one job. <laughs> but um, yeah, in 2017, I was not feeling that at all the delight, like mm-hmm. that I wanted to inspire in others through the product, through the jewelry. Mm-hmm how can I do that when I don't feel the delight oh, in creating good. it and designing it? And so I just like know that I am that person, but I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And I think there are seasons of that where you dip in and out. Like yeah. you might not always be like, you're not just, we're not just like one speed. Right? right. Right. But I know that it was an authentic part of myself that I wasn't, um, yeah, I just wasn't there. So I think now that I sit here in 2019, right. <laughs> you know, like I'm thankful for the journey. I'm thankful for those hard lessons, that yes. pain, um, because it, it, it told me to pause and to like do some work yes. and to sit with like the discomfort. Mm. And it took courage to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think the end goal wasn't to have this delight, like turn back on, right. but it did. Mm. <laughs> And I feel like possibility again. I feel creativity again. I feel that I'm genuine and it's not something I'm doing because it's my job. It's, it's like me again. I cleared out the cred and all that stuff. So yeah, that line is speaking right now. Um, But I think this poem just has it has so tons much. of that's tons why I said of it's content. like beautifully intriguing. I was all in it, like, mm, this yeah. is good. Yeah, I hope that serves so somebody, good. guys. For a new beginning, John O'Donnell. Yes, yes, find it, y'all. So let's dive in now so that folks can kind of hear how, like, your race story you've talked about, Kachako, but mm-hmm. like, I love how you even described it and defined it as the American dream. Oh, yeah. I thought that was so interesting, like, you <laughs> yeah. know, how, how you define it, because I really think that's gone away with people thinking of their American dream a little bit. I think mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I haven't heard people say that in a long time, yeah, you know, yeah. the American dream. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, that, I don't know if that's just because of all that's going on. In I know it's a hard country, time. And it's, it's hard, hard to kind of say the American dream, but yeah. I just love how you define that, that, mm-hmm. you know, your vision was that. And um, so I'd love if you share more about that. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I mean, t- totally right. Like, we're having this, like, really hard moment, this reckoning in our society yes. about what is America and what are our values and how are we, like, we're, how are we not expressing that? Right, right. And where, where are we, you know, where are we doing that? Mm-hmm. And I think because of my background, my parents coming from, immigrating from the Philippines, uh, there was a lot of um, just this idealization to some extent, mm-hmm. but also this, this, I want, you know, also like America needs to remember like what it is to itself in the world. Like yes, yes, it's this place true. of a melting pot. It's mm-hmm. a place that um, is full of a possibility. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's it, ideally, you know, forefathers mm-hmm. like granted like lots of things, but like if you have an idea yes, and you're willing to work hard for it, and you can uh, you can make a strong case for this idea and the benefit mm-hmm. to most people. Like it, 
this is a place where that can happen. Exactly. And I think that's where my parents carried with them when yes. they came over to uh, America. This is why they like gave up a lot to I mean, to gave start up a life it all, here. really. I right. mean, that's yeah. like starting completely yeah. fresh so that you could dream. Yeah, and I think for me, like, the dream is not, like, a house with so many bedrooms no. and a white picket fence. Like, that's not what I think about when I think of the American yes. dream. I think of um, having an idea and bringing it forward and making it real. That's good. And that's what, to me, this uh, Kachako is yeah. in a lot of respects. And also, like, I'm fascinated by social impact business. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. business models that both make money, like, profitability is important mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. that's, like, the test out in the market, whether you have an idea or a product or service that's strong, yes. that yes. people want, that serves people. Exactly. Uh, but also the impact side of things. And there's so many ways to slice it. Yes. Like, you can contribute to a community. You can... Uh, contribute to a better supply chain. Mm -hmm. uh, you can, like, you know, help the planet yeah. with conservation, with better materials. There's so many ways to give, give. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even say give back, just give. Yeah, period. And I think that's totally possible in business. Mm -hmm. And I think we're having this beautiful moment where, like, the, it's rising. The amount of businesses mm -hmm. where, like, millennials and Gen Z just yes. expect mm -hmm. business models to have a give component mm -hmm. to it and be transparent about what it is. Yes. And, like, they're smart. You know, they're yeah. informed. Yes, like they it, are. you can't hide anymore because mm -hmm. like we have social media and tech and all exactly. of this, all of these things. So, um, that's what fascinates me about uh, business, and then tying it to the American dream. Yeah, you know, and my dad really wanted to be a small business owner, an entrepreneur, but like just a lot of like his stuff yeah. going, like he just wasn't able to get there. Okay, and he chose. He played small. Mm -hmm. uh, honestly mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. in terms of building a business where he had these big like revenue goals but yes. he played really small and mm -hmm. I see that mm -hmm. and so a lot of, in a lot of ways his life is like a lesson to me in a lot of ways but also I feel like I'm making him proud yeah like wherever you are now <laughs> you know just by me doing this showing mm -hmm. up every day and uh I, I got to see a lot of his modeling and I got to learn from that that's cool and now I get to carry on like you know his Half of his genes are in me. Yeah, so like yeah. So in part your dream is carrying his dream forward. Yeah. yeah. It's not that you dumb down yours for his, mm -mm. but that you're living out your dream, which in part, like you said, his genes live in you. There's parts mm -hmm. of him that are you. So as you live it out, he's living it out too. Mm -hmm. His legacy, his yeah, his so that's kind of dope. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. So um I've been in your shop <laughs> and I love the work you're doing, and you are all over. The place <laughs> <laughs> and in your trans you know I, I feel like every time I see it I see you transforming like mm. just like even when you launched your spring um, like that gorgeous different like bold really cool pieces mm -hmm. and I was like look at Sarah okay she got her some mm -hmm. <laughs> I was just some loving it I mean you were already doing some really cool and I loved yeah. the products and I loved the jewelry but then I saw something when you launched your spring kind of like products out, I just saw a difference. And I was like, even seeing like transformation of even like, even the blonde hair and the way that you're talking, it just seems there's so much transformation happening. But even as you said, this is a social impact brand that you're transforming the lives of so many others too, mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. I just think, yeah, isn't that the way we should do it? Mm -hmm. You know, cause we hear so much about the hustle, the grind. Yeah. Go, oh, go, yeah, we go, talked go, about go, this. Go, 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 go. Yeah. That it, like, I'm exhausted even saying it. Like, know. you know, and it's That word just... does exhaust me now. When people say hustle, I'm like, Whoa. 
Why, why are we glorifying this? <laughs> yes. Why are we glorifying the hustle and the grind? And I think at one time I was. I was thinking that's oh, the I way totally you had was. to do it. Yeah. Like, oh, you yeah. got to hustle, you got to grind. And you're not thinking about what's transforming you mm-hmm. that then transforms others, mm-hmm. which is what we should be doing. That's, that's, I think, why we were on the planet. We should always look for ways that we're going to impact somebody else. It should not be me, myself, and I. Yeah. And I think the hustle and the grind really? is often about that. Mm-hmm. Like, what I, about me? What am I doing? Yeah. I, 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 I. And that's exhausting for me, too. You know, this might be roundabout, but, like, I, I truly think now that there's a piece of the puzzle missing mm-hmm. in our own fulfillment, in our own, like, um, success, yes. in our own sense of purpose and meaning mm-hmm. when it's only about us. Yes, that's so good. When we serve, when we just look out mm-hmm. and serve whoever mm-hmm. we can, it doesn't yeah, have to be yeah. like big. It doesn't have to be like a business. <laughs> it, it just, it just like with an intention, intention of mm-hmm. like connecting with another human being. Really, yes. right? Yes. That's what I think that even to call that service now, yeah, but that right. is because like we're we're very like insular and very screen focused. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a piece of the puzzle for ourselves. So isn't that's it to good. our own benefit, all of mm-hmm. our own benefit? Yes. If we connect, if we help someone else, be known seen yeah and taken care of or loved so how is kacheco doing that oh yeah okay so (laughs) yeah so baked into the business model uh so kacheco we care about education Mm -hmm. uh, education and access to education for uh, children and so mango tree school i talked about that earlier in the podcast uh mango tree school is a primary school and based in congo and they are uh they yeah, they have about 250 students mm. in the East, and they have many tribes that come to the school, and they also teach values-based education oh, in addition okay. to the curriculum. Yes. So uh, they are really uh, seeding a new generation of leaders in Congolese society, and Congo has been through a lot yes, in, it its, in its history. Oh um, so it definitely needs this kind of work, this kind mm. of uh, consistency, this kind of belief in it. Um, so Mango Tree Schools, they're doing this amazing work, uh, and we partnered with them. And so for every purchase of a piece of jewelry, we send a child to school for one month. So Yay. we have a scholarship program that's embedded into the into the business model. And Come on, girl. Yeah, I just like to create beautiful products. Everyone, you know, like I say, like right now we're very female focused in yes. terms of our collection mm-hmm. and our audience. But um, for guys out there. Mm-hmm. Who are listening? You know, you have a woman in your life. Come on, <laughs> there's a woman in your life. <laughs> so we're here yes. for you too. Exactly. We're not leaving you out, brothers. <laughs> yeah. So that's so great because you're you're leaving the handprint of Kacheco, the handprint of you, um, on the lives, the handprint of God on the lives of, of children who are being able to be taught not only like education but like you said values, and it's giving them hope. And allowing them to live out their story and their journey. Mm-hmm. I think that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, girl, we could talk, like, mm-hmm. all day. And mm-hmm. we have sat at a bar and like, chatted <laughs> yeah. and, and dug in to life. But I want to we'll record ask, that next time. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do. Uh, what is the next brave thing you're about to launch into? And how is it adding to your brave and vision story? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of, you know, this... this is a little bit of a different answer, but um, in going into the summer, mm-hmm. I have a couple family, like big family trips yeah, planned. Uh, one on my side, so mm-hmm. my mom, and we're going to be visiting my brother. He serves in the army. Um, he's out in yes. South Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, James is also coming to that mm-hmm. one, and then uh, we're doing a big family trip to Europe with uh, James's side of the family. Okay. And so I think 
I'm really looking forward to that brave step of like creating time mm -hmm. and allowing myself to be fully present for both of those trips because yes. so much of the past five years has been work yeah. and my family has been very gracious with me about mm -hmm. understanding that I need to do this because mm -hmm. this is the beginning of the business. Yes. However, uh, that time, you know, time is precious and we don't get that time back. No, we and don't. I have nieces and nephews and mm -hmm. my mom's getting older. Yes. So I want to be fully present and create that space for That's those trips mm -hmm. by like, you know, creating a team now by, you know, projecting and working hard now so I can do that with full, yes. you know, in with full presence. So mm -hmm. that's big for me this yes. summer. It is because isn't yeah. summer like you're I, I think I remember last summer you were gone girl like yeah. you're like and I'm here and I'm here and I'm here oh and I'm back here for yes a and I'm here and I'm here and that was an experiment you know <laughs> no, and this year I'm doing it differently and yes working hard now in the spring a lot real mm -hmm. with, uh, yeah and then uh to be able to do this in the summer mm -hmm. and then one of the other brave things yes. um I started a the beginnings of a podcast yes, earlier in the year. 21 so days, that was so cool. <laughs> yeah, it was 21 <laughs> days of uh, founders and CEOs of social impact brands that are creating product or creating services that mm -hmm. give back or change the nature of our shopping. Yes. So that it's not just shopping and transactional, it's like conscious. Yes. And there's, uh, in your purchase, you give, you give to something. Mm -hmm. You yeah, contribute to good. our that's planet. Good. So I loved... Um, I, I talked about that earlier. I love how those business models. So I wanted to create a podcast of conversations with founders that do that. So I think I'm going to be launching that as a full podcast later this year. Do it, boo. Come on, uh, girl. Y'all yeah. be watching out for it. I know. Y'all look yeah, out. Y'all look out. It'll be a podcast. I'll be a, yeah, pop, I don't know what you call that. Podcast. <laughs> friend. Or life or whatever. Friend, yeah, friend of the pod. There you go. That's, that's good. Friend of the pod. We'll be friends of the pod. <laughs> So what are you doing to love yourself better, to build your core, to continue to do the work you're doing, and to reveal yourself? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm giving myself at least one flex day. Okay, that's <laughs> you know, good. Not necessarily a full weekend yet. Okay. That'll come. Mm -hmm. But carving out one day okay. to allow myself to play, yeah. to see, reconnect, to connect mm -hmm. with myself. To, mm -hmm. um, and then well, it's more like inner inward and mm -hmm. it's not just relegated to like one day of the week but it's like we're just letting go of the guilt mm, you that's know good. the shame the guilt yeah all stuff letting like, go yeah. when i'm like when i make mistakes just mm -hmm. owning them mm -hmm. and apologizing and then being like you know i'm gonna i'll show up mm -hmm. better or i'll do that differently next time mm -hmm. and good. then doing it yeah but not like not adding any other like layer that follows me like a shadow <laughs> after that's that, just cool. letting it go in the moment. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm really trying to do to like love myself mm -hmm. and make sure this body stays like yes. free. <laughs> yes, that's good. Well, girl, again, sir, mm -hmm. I'm so glad we got to do this. This was good. So good. We have to do it again. I would love to. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. <laughs> I love what you're doing, mm -hmm. sharing these stories, building sisterhood mm -hmm. through this. I know you have so many amazing women in your life and conversations that you have all the time. So this is such a gift to be able to share them with oh, your listeners. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. All right. Thank you for joining us for today's episode on the Brave and Vision podcast, where we are truly on a mission to be inspired and empowered to bravely pursue after our visions. Check you out at the next episode. Be blessed until then.